This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. A jam-packed show tonight. We have a lot to get into on this Tuesday. <clears throat> a lot to get into. You know, I never clear. I have to clear my throat until the show starts. Like, I go through my entire day without clearing my throat until the show starts. But maybe it's because we got a lot to get into. Miles Brennan has surgery today. Can he be back for the season, or is his time at LSU done? Uh, was in and around Baton Rouge today. Um, Going to shed some more light on Miles Brennan. Um, we'll talk about that. Hashtag Rufino's Rants on a Tuesday. I don't know if it's going to be as visual <laughs> or as loud as it normally is, we got to get into something. A lot of people are 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 sleeping on LSU. LSU's about to be back. They're about to be fine. Why why Max Johnson can can and will lead this team to a ten and two eleven and one season this upcoming year? What are my thoughts? Why do I believe that Max Johnson? It's going to be a great quarterback and going to be the guy. I've also heard a lot of people talking about, well, Max Johnson can't run. I'll tell you why. Uh, can't run now because you only have two scholarship quarterbacks. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. It's not true. Uh, position battles take take shape as Ed Orgeron spoke today with the media. 
Uh, we will talk about that as well, and as we do every day on t- every time on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Hashtag Ask Blake. So put your comments in there, and we'll get to them uh, as quickly as we can. Mario says, "Good evening, Blake." Ca. Uh, Wesley says, "Let's go, Blake." Ryan also says, "Let's go." So does Robert Plaisance, Colin Thibodeau, Kenny, Jared, and Steve. All said that they're watching, and it's time to go. Kirk Paul says, good evening, boys. Blake Schilling says, Texas A&M fans are delusional. That they are. Very, very delusional. Uh, Lamar Williams says, stick a fork in him. I'm assuming he's talking about Miles Brennan. Uh, and we'll get into a couple of uh, a couple of these. I did see this before I came on the show. Blaine Smith says, Tigerland on fireball. Uh, I did see that. I did see that. Uh, Kenny says, not a bad spot. I'll take our chances. Uh, talking about, I guess, talking about the ESPN poll that came out that has LSU number 14. It's too low for LSU, but we'll, we'll touch into that. So, guys, let's do this. Do me a favor. Everyone that's joining us on YouTube, do us a favor by hitting that subscribe button. Hit the like. And, hey, if you don't like us, if you don't like me, hit the, fr- hit the down button. Helps me either way if you hit the up or down. But I do ask you to do me a favor Hit the like, subscribe, and share it to your social medias. We greatly appreciate that. Also, if you're on Facebook, share it to your, uh, share it to your page. Share it to some Facebook groups. We greatly appreciate that. And you're, from, you're on Periscope Twitter. Do us a favor by the follow and hit the retweet as well. We'll greatly appreciate that. So let's do this. We'll get to pay some bills around this thing, and then we'll get to your comments, and we've got a lot to talk about. Rafino's rants are on the way, and none better. And I just talked to him, our good friends over at GM, Varno and Sons, and BetOnline.ag. Guys, with 63 years of experience, nobody is better at equipping your vehicle, your RV, your camper, your truck than GM Varno and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. And tell them good friend, Mr. Blake Rafino at AYS. Sent you on by our good friends over at betonline.ag. Guys, the number one growing mobile betting service in the country is betonline.ag. Get on over there today. Sign up. You're going to get 50% off your first welcome bonus. But you got to get over there to sign up. With Louisiana passing the mobile gambling bill, you need to get over there today. NFL, college football around the season, major leagues are going on. The Olympics. If you want to place those mobile bets and you want to make some money, you've got to get over to betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. That's betonline.ag. All right, let's get this thing rolling. Um, Out the gate, Matt Gidry says, hashtag ask Blake, if Miles Brennan comes back, <coughs> do you really take out a hot Max Johnson? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Max Johnson's not coming out now. And, um... Let me tell you what I'm hearing around Miles. Now, I, I will say this. It's really early, and I don't really believe a lot. I, I, I shouldn't say a lot. I don't fully believe um, all the things that I'm hearing about Miles. Uh, I heard the surgery went well. I heard it's going to take a minimum of an 8- to 12-week uh, recovery process, and then he's got to have to go into rehab. The 8- to 12-week process is simply due to him being in a sling, if they want to do the Henry, uh, Henry Roland Gardner uh, cast, if you've ever seen the movie Rookie of the Year, uh, and he, you know his arm, his tendons get so tight, he throws 102 miles an hour, funky butt-loving, 
I think was a, a famous term in that one. Funky butt loving. I don't think Miles is going to come back to that. Um, so it's going to be an 8 to 12 week process. Guys, I don't know if Miles is going to ever see the field again for LSU. Now, look, I've said this religiously all offseason. Miles would have to prove to me that he can stay healthy. And I, I did not come out here last night and throw shade at Miles. I think it's extremely unfortunate. But I think tonight we have to talk about the realistic nature of what's going on at the quarterback position at LSU. Miles Brennan has never stayed healthy. Not one year at LSU. We're, LSU's going to have to move on at some point. Now, if he wants to use another year of eligibility, he wants to come back to LSU, and you have depth at that position, at that point you have four scholarship quarterbacks with Max Johnson, Garrett Nussmeyer, Walker Howard, and, my, uh, and Miles Brennan. God bless him. Uh, but he's going to have to stay healthy. <clears throat> he's going to have to stay healthy. Um, and, and, you know, it's not my decision, but if I'm Miles Brennan at this point, let's go to a Southeastern. Let's go to maybe a Sam Houston, a Southern Miss, a Tulane. I, I think that might be best for him because once Walker Howard comes in here, the number one recruit in the nation at quarterback, once he comes in here, it's over. It's over. And let's not act like Garrett Nussmeyer is not a good number two. Um, Miles has shown historically that he's not always focused. This isn't my words, guys. This is not my words in reference to this. We heard this from Steve Ensminger in the 2019 playoffs. Somehow, I think it was Jocks Doucette asked uh, Steve Ensminger a question about Miles Brennan. You know, how much has he learned in 2019 under Joe Burrow? And Steve Ensminger, throwing no shade and holding no punches, said that kid's got to stop hunting and fishing. And we're starting to find out that he breaks his arm while not doing football activities. Not doing football activities. Um, so I don't think if, if – and to Matt's question here, if you have a hot Max Johnson, absolutely not do you take out Max Johnson. And everything that LSU wants to do, you gotta, you're going to have to be able – to, to get the running game going, get this RPO game going. So, no, there's absolutely no way that LSU would take out any hot quarterback. Ed has shown that he's going to play the hot hand, which kind of leads me to my Rafino's rants. Um, I'm not going to yell and scream on this one, but I think that there's something that – and I'm, I'm going to come off as a complete homer, and I get that. But I post things and I say things in cryptic tones, in cryptic – um, ways because, guys, I can't come out and say everything that I'm hearing. I can't come out and say everything that I'm entrusted in. I can't say what I absolutely want to tell the LSU fan base, but I give you all of the steps in lockstep of what I'm doing throughout my day. Today you saw the photo on my Facebook or Twitter. I'm going to say this, <clears throat> and it's going to come off as extremely homerish. It's fine. But like T.I. once said in his song, when he goes back to Burbank in Atlanta, recognize I'm back. That is That could be and should be the theme song of Ed Orgeron. The intensity, the energy, the focus. And some of you heard it today with Jordy, uh, uh, not Jordy, T-Bob Bear and uh, Jacob Hester on Off the Bench. I've been preaching this for three weeks about the focused Ed Orgeron that's back. At Football Ops, there's an intensity 
and a focus along with talent that I think that LSU is a sleeping giant in this season. Now, you can't overlook LSU because what they did in 2019, what they've done in the past, having multitude of seasons, having 10-win seasons, going to a national title in 2011, getting beat by Alabama, and I get it, winning in 2007, winning in 2003 another national title. Guys, you, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I feel from a national perspective, I feel that LSU is coming out of this gate very disrespected. As ESPN comes out with their rank, rankings tonight, uh, as LSU's number 14 in the power rankings of ESPN, you know what I think about the power rankings. Yes, Tony Weaver, I'm, I'm sure you're listening to this the next day. Yes, I know I got to go to confession for the little gestures I'm making. But at the end of the shout out Tony Weaver. But at the end of the day, at the very, very end of the day, the sleeping giant is awoke. The sleeping giant has been woken up from his bed. And he's about to go out there in the field. That giant is about to get on a plane and go to UCLA. That giant is going to start throwing punches. LSU is the pit bull that's in the corner when you pin him back there and he's ready to fight. Go look at the picture of where I was at today. It'll tell you what you need to know. Some people have questioned guys like Durante Jones. Blake Durante Jones has never called plays a day in his life. A day, a pating, let me spit out my backer. He ain't called plays, Blake. You ain't called plays in like 10 years. All right. Blake, just because Joe Brady says Jake Pates can call a good offense doesn't mean that he can come down to Baton Rouge and call a good offense. Okay. If you're not hedging your bets that LSU is going to start laying the smack down on some asses, you better get your ass ready. To the national people that watch our show, to the Ohio State fans, to the Alabama fans, to the Auburn fans, which I actually like Auburn fans. They're pretty good to me. Uh, to the Texas fans, to the Rudy Poo candy ass A&M fans, to you Rudy Poos, continue to talk your shit. Continue to talk your shit because I'm done with you. When we come out there and we start whipping your absolute ass, oh, Blake, Miles Brennan's hurt. He's never coming back now. What are you going to do? Guys, at the end of the day, I've been telling you this all offseason. Miles Brennan was never your starter. Whether you want to disagree with me, if you don't, if you know that I'm telling you the truth, I don't care what you believe on this one. Max Johnson was always your starter. Always your starter. I don't care what people with NIL deals that get that got Max or, or Miles, excuse me. I don't care what the Miles Brennan fan club tells me. He was never your starter going into the season. He showed nothing this offseason that took him the next step up that Max Johnson wasn't going to get first-team reps while he's out there throwing footballs on a boat. Drunk as a skunk. I wish the kid all the success in the world. 
I hope the I, I I pray for the kid legitimately. Last night, sitting there in my bed praying for Miles Brennan, for him to have a healthy recovery and a good surgery. I do think at some point we got to start being a little realistic. You can call these guys kids all day long. But if these kids want to start making money, <laughs> say Big Daddy. Uh, let's get to a couple comments. Uh, and one other thing. One other thing before we get to the comments on this little slight Lorafino's rant. If any national media member, I'm not. let's not even say national because they're not, you know, Josh Pate is probably the only one that I've sat there and listened to and give a really damn good analysis from 247. Um, if a local media guy comes out and tells you that LSU doesn't have enough talent to go 10-2, 11-1, guys, don't believe him. Don't believe him. It's not true. The truth is he doesn't know what he's looking at. I don't mean that in a negative way. He doesn't. Uh, Kurt Paul says, silver lining, Max gets all the reps. Yeah, we talked about that last night. We talked about that at great length last night. Kenny on Facebook Live says, ESPN is Rudy Poo. Hmm. Their rankings might be Rudy Poo, but ESPN's taking over the entire thing, the entire college football, the entirety of college football. Yeah, guys, uh, as Neil puts it in here, put in your um, – Put in your questions. Put in the hashtag Ask Blake. It'll help me out a lot. But he says, hashtag Ask Blake. Hi, I'm from the Cajun in the Ozarks. Appreciate you joining us, Neil. Uh, Kenny Russell says, Coach O needs to hit the portal and find some depth at quarterback position. Not down on us. He just needs to uh, come along slow in his development and better and be better in the end. Well, Kenny, he can't use a scholarship. <clears throat> he cannot use a scholarship. He's hit that limit. Uh, I proposed this last night. I talked to a couple of people about it. Um, guys, there's a lot of quarterbacks in the portal. Um, let one of those kids walk on. With name, image, and likeness, there's a lot of deals that can go on. There's a lot of deals that can go on. There's some, you know, Somebody can find a business to make sure that this kid doesn't pay tuition. Give him a scholarship the next year. Let that happen. But... If there's somebody, I don't know how all that works, and I need to look more into it, but hit the portal, get somebody to walk on that was a scholarship player elsewhere and says, hey, you can come and compete for a quarterback position at LSU, and it's not true. But let them have the depth. Uh, Paul says, Texas said, Tex Ags said today, Baton Rouge smells like wet feet, rivalry is on ball. Um, Paul, who said that specifically? Who said that specifically, and can you put a link in there? So, guys, if and, and Paul, you know I'm not calling you out on this. If anybody can find me a link that Billy Lucci's Texags said that Baton Rouge smells like wet feet, you already know what this show is about. Tag, tag it in here and put it in here. DM me the link that they said that. And if it's behind the paywall and you got a subscription to that paywall, please, God, take a screenshot and send it to me. Because you think it's on now. 
we will go we will go toe to toe with Billy Lucci. That man can have all the money in the world he wants. But once we fire that son of a bitch at camera on, it don't mean nothing. Please tell me that this didn't happen. Please tell me that Billy Lucci and Texags did not say that Baton Rouge smells like feet. And what context did they say it in? Were they joking? Were they laughing? Ha 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 ha. Please somebody put it put it in here for me. Uh, Travis Dyson says, I noticed you said Miles didn't do anything to separate himself from Max. Can you fill me in on what Max did and when he did it? Yeah, Travis, I can do that. Did you see anything going on this summer? Did you see the videos? Did you see the guys working out? They were never working out with Miles Brennan. They were always working out with Max Johnson. The video of Jack Bash throwing a 50-yard bomb in the air to Max Johnson, you remember that at the beginning of the season. Let me tell you who was there. Coy Moore, Max Johnson, Ty Davis Price. uh, uh, Let's see, Max Johnson, Ty Davis Price, Coy Moore, Jack Bash, Trey Palmer, Kayshawn Bouti, and a couple other receivers. You know who wasn't there? Miles Brennan. When Miles was out uh, and we have video of him on a boat hanging out and having a good time, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Max was in the locker room going through uh, drills with Brad Johnson in Baton Rouge. Then we have video of four times during not even a, a workout, a mandatory workout, we have Max Johnson, Ty Davis Price, and Jack Bash running levies. Constitutes... And it, it, that's the evidence that I can visibly give to you. If you don't believe me, I put a video about, I don't know, guys, when was it, about a month ago, and I said I kind of broke the news that Max Johnson was separating himself. What people do every time I fire up this camera and I say something controversial, they take it to 247, they take it to my good friend over at, uh, Mac, uh, Mike Scarborough over at Tiger Bait, they take it to uh, Tiger Details, they take it all over the place, and they ask everybody the same question, is this true or is Blake off his rocker? 247 says it's true. Mike Scarborough went on his show, said it was true. Had no idea what Jimmy Details and Tiger Details said. No clue. So if you don't want to take my word from it, or my word for it, as we broke that news, and it got like over 7,000 views on Twitter because of the controversial stuff that Blake Rafino came out with, you have confirmation from more than just me. Also, and probably the biggest thing, is that players are DMing me, players are texting me that I'm close with saying, it's over. Where's my where's my iPad? Hold on. I'm not going to show you the name. Hold on. This is from June the 12th. From a player on LSU. Say Big Daddy. That's what he kind of a joke. Say Big Daddy. Lefty's making serious moves in this locker room on June the 12th. I said, oh, really? He said, big time. <laughs> you don't have to believe me, Big Daddy. You don't have to believe me. Uh, Blaine Smith says, walk-ons can sponsor a walk-on. How about that? That'd be pretty cool. 
They got the money. Uh, uh-oh. Uh, Michael Porter says, same. Before this offseason, I had no beef with A&M. Now I think I hate them as much as Florida. Guys, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to tell you um, – I want to tell you this. I don't know. I'm starting to – I don't know. See, for me personally, Alabama fans are never in my DMs. Alabama fans are never – I mean, yeah, they come after me a little bit on shows and stuff like that, but you saw the Texas A&M fan calling me fat. By the way, he – by the way, I forgot to put this out there. The guy that called me fat – uh, that's an A&M fan, messaged me again last night and said, I watched your show. You're you're even fatter than I thought. And then I sent him a picture of himself. And I'm like, dude, I'm skinnier than you. And he goes, no, you're not. No, you're not. And I said, yes, I am. He goes, well, maybe you are, but so what? A&M's better than LSU. That's what he said. <laughs> oh, God. Brian Annie Pennant says, your best friend, Matt, said LSU would lose three games. Brian, you always up in here starring stuff, bro. You always in here starting up the go- uh, starting it up, boy. Here's Brian Pitton. Here's the pot. Here's you stirring that thing. I don't believe LSU's going to – LSU has, has the talent to win 10 and 11 games. Do, do they win nine games? I'm not saying I disagree with them. I don't think I don't think that they do though. Like I, I don't think that they do. Um, C King says Max helped LSU win two in a row to get to five hundred without Terrace Marshall, without Eric Gilbert, um, without Ty, guys without Ty Davis Price in the second half, without John Emery in the second half against Florida. Let me repeat what I just said because C King brings up an interesting point. No Terrace Marshall, no Eric Gilbert. No Ty Davis Price in the second half. No John Emery in the second half. Guys, and they beat the SEC East champions. They beat the SEC East champs. I don't understand. C-King is so right here. I do not, for the life of me, understand why everybody is not behind this Max Johnson train. What what does Max Johnson have to prove to you that the kid can absolutely ball? What has he got to do? Blakey's only got two starts. Don't give me that with the Miles Brennan stuff because if you're going to say Vandy's a start, hang up your talks. Hang up your, your football talk. Don't come at me with a start against Vandy. All right, Max Johnson against Florida, 21 of 36, 239 yards, three touchdowns, 18 rushes, 52 yards. That's not great. Some of those were sacks. I think three were sacks. Um, But he had a running back in Ty Davis Price who had eight carries for 55 yards. I've been telling you this all all offseason too. Don't tell me that LSU couldn't run the football. Ty Davis Price, eight carries, 55 yards, six yards per carry. The old line sucks. Okay. Guys, if the old line sucks, oh, <laughs> if the old line sucks, a running back's not getting that uh, that good of uh, yards per carry. Then let's go to Ole Miss. Max Johnson goes 27 of 51, 435 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. 
Uh, Trey Bradford had nine carries, 53 yards. The O-line sucks for 5.9 yards per carry, so six yards. Max Johnson also has 14 carries for 45 yards and two touchdowns, five total touchdowns in that game. And we remember what happened with Kayshawn Bouti, 14 receptions, 308 yards, and three touchdowns. Oh, and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight guys, eight LSU Tigers caught passes. What does this kid got to do? I, I don't get it. What does this kid got to do? Uh, oh, Paul Bat. Okay. Paul Bat's put in the, um, put in a link about Tex X calling LSU, um, or LSU or Baton Rouge smelling like a corn dog or something. Paul, do me a favor. DM me that. DM me the link of uh, Billy Lucci or whoever it is calling LSU smelly. Guys, we'll go toe-to-toe. Everybody that's going to tell me not to go toe-to-toe with Billy Lucci and Tex Eggs, don't call me, do not text me, do not DM me. If that happened in a certain context, if he's not joking around, okay. Kurt Paul says, underrated question. Who's our tight end? Who's the guy to watch? I think it's Cole Taylor. You know, Scarborough said on the show a couple of weeks ago that he visibly saw Cole Taylor at the camp, that he had bulked up to around 250. Guy's a really lean guy, it looks like, but he carries weight really well. 6'7", 6'8", 250 pounds, and a guy that has soft hands, and a guy that's a willing blocker. The most underrated player on LSU's offense in 2019 is Thaddeus Moss, And it's not close. It's not close. It's not close. Go watch every run in that Alabama game in 2019, along with that spectacular catch, and I rest my case. Blowing defensive ends and outside linebackers off the ball, four and five yards off the ball. Um, And then you're going to – so to finish uh, Kirk's question, then you're going to have Jack Besh. Does he gain some weight? Does he go in this H-back role? Does he go in more of the slot? Um, very physical kid. I did have a, a, a staffer, not a not a position coach. I did have a staffer who's been on LSU, been around LSU for a long time. I've known this staffer since we were both at Southeastern. Um, tell me that he doesn't remember a. Um, a class since he's been around that has rallied, uh, like, you know, the upperclassmen that has rallied around a freshman like this team has been with Jack Besh. Like, you, we all we see is Ty Davis-Price and Jack Besh, like, riding around together. Speaking of riding around, hey, Will Wade. Will Wade, I love you. I hear you, Travis. Travis, listen, it's not on you. I just get animated, Big Daddy. I'm an animated dude. Travis Dyson, I'm going to send you a DM. I'm not – see, I get, I get that, and people don't know how I am, and they think I get, like, mad at them. I ain't mad at you. Travis Dyson. Don't forget it. Travis, it, it's just me, Big Daddy. I'm an animated dude. No harm, no foul. Um, But he did tell me that about Jack Besh, which I thought was interesting. Billy, where you been? 
Billy on Facebook Live. You hadn't Billy stopped messaging us and commenting after last football season, and he's back. Mosquito. I hate renovating my house. <laughs> uh, Billy says, "Can't wait to kick Texas A&M's ass." I agree. Dominic says, "Max is our best, our better quarterback anyway. Makes our offense way more dynamic. Uh, the depth loss hurts, though. It does hurt. It does hurt." Um, Josh Rogers, Ohio State fan, says next year Ohio State will have two quarterbacks enter the transfer portal. LSU needs to grab one of those guys. Y'all are pretty good at doing that with Ohio State quarterbacks. Well, they got Walker Howard. They're not going to bring in a transfer. Unless all hell breaks loose and they need serious depth, um, they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. Uh, I appreciate that, uh, Brayton. Todd says three months is a long time. Todd Ray says three months is a long time. Uh, oh, if you're talking about Miles Brennan, yeah, it is a long time. It, it's a hell of a long time. Guys, I don't think he's coming back. I mean, the doctor I talked to last night, and then I talked to another guy that was, you know, at our, you know, close family friend. He said that he would be a huge LSU guy, went to LSU, graduated from LSU. He, he told me today that it would shock him that if Miles Brennan's back in the season. Like, you would want to be optimistic, but would shock him because of the fact, guys, you're a right-handed quarterback, so I think this is right, how you guys view it, because it's different how I view it. So, right-handed quarterback, Miles gets a snap, goes back in the pocket. I mean, look what's here. You're humorous. He gets hit in any way, guys. That's exposing it. So, do you really think that, I guess, LSU's team positions or whoever would clear him, Jack Marucci, do you think they're going to expose him? You know, like if it was his right arm, that'd even be worse. You, are you going to allow Miles Brennan to go out there and take a hit from somebody in the SEC when his arm that he just had surgery on is that exposed? I don't know that you. I don't, guys. I'm telling you, I, I don't think that happens. Garrett says, "You know what it, he's got to do, Blake. Be Joe Burrow. Folks will settle for nothing less now." I think that you bring up a uh, Garrett brings up a good point, and it is the Joe Burrow effect. It doesn't matter what Max Johnson does, and, and, and to Miles Brennan's point, a guy that you know that I believe, and I'm sure a lot of people believe, tried to live up to Joe Burrow's shadow and could never catch it. But everybody's going to have to amount to Joe Burrow, and if they don't, then they're not good. Ladies and gentlemen of the of LSU Tiger Nation. Nobody in the history of college football understand what I'm saying. Like, listen to the words. Repeat. So repeat after me. Everybody repeat after me. I know I can't hear you. There has been never. No, I can't say that. So start over. There has never been. Never been. Another quarterback in college football. Another quarterback in college football. Like Joe Burrow ever. Like Joe Burrow ever. There goes my dog. Come here, Fendi. My wife's on vacation, along with Benjamin. Benny! <laughs> Usually when my dog's barking. See, I should have closed the door. My wife and son are on vacation. Shout out, Benjamin. Please be quiet. 
Nobody in the history of college football has ever, ever been Joe Burrow. Nobody. Because he threw 60 freaking touchdown passes in the freaking SEC. You will never see that man again. Because You know how I know? Because nobody's ever seen him before. Going to give a sh- quick shout out. Uh-oh. Fendi, come here. Fendi. Oh, my God, guys, hold on. I guess you live and you learn when your wife's on vacation. Very quick shout out to our good friends over at Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com, 985-386-7600. That's 985-386-7600, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. And our good friend, Mr. Richie Roche over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape, 225-937-7220. That's 225-937-7220. Guys, if you want the best looking yard in your neighborhood, nobody can do it better then our good friend, Mr. Richie Roche, over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape. That's 225-937-7220. Tell me, good friend, Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. Guys, my dog is driving me freaking bananas. Hold on. AYS freaking bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Say hey, Fendi. Say hey. What are you barking at? <laughs> Hush. Daddy's doing show. Alright. Uh has <laughs> Craig Schilling says, hashtag big daddy. Does that AM fan in your DMs have white gravy in his veins? That he does. That he does. There's no question about that. Big time, white gravy, crispy cream on his big fat titty nipples. Uh, Gino says, I've learned not all of our fans know anything about any sport. That's in every fan base, guys. And what's crazy is, is some of them are in media. We got people out there believing somebody that's legitimately said that they've never played football before. <laughs> we got media members saying they've never thrown a pigskin in a real game and that they cover the team and oh so-and-so said it blake so-and-so said it so-and-so said the o-line's trash please go look at the stats and watch running backs have five yards to carry five yards to carry five yards to carry in games guys they got away from it you can't say an O-line sucks in the running game when you religiously have running backs carrying the ball for over five yards per carry. That's not how that works. Five-part yards per carry is really freaking good. Uh, Garrett says, oh, yeah, we got to that one. Uh, Kenny Russell says, Coach O is saying that Jack Besh is one of the top five most athletic players on his team that he is and that he that he did that he is and that he did i'm really ready to listen to this uh billy lucci thing if it's true uh jeff too big time alabama fan but a good friend of ays what's up jeff 
and Jim Rome's closest friend. Jim Rome, if Jim Rome still had a MySpace, which I'm assuming Jim Rome probably still has a MySpace, Jeff too would be in his top 10. But he says, in recruiting, LSU has finished fifth in 2019, fourth in 2020, and third in 2021. To say they don't have the talent to 10 or 11 wins is stupid. Guys, that's coming from an Alabama fan. And, and, and I don't I don't know. The way that I say that is, is because most Alabama fans are most fans realistically that cheer for other fan bases would not say that like Jeff Two just put it. Jeff, I think that that's very well articulated. So let me tell you of the Alabama fans I, 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 I'm friendly with and are friends with. It's this. And we have spirited debates. Jeff, that's good shit. <laughs> Fifth in 2019, Fourth in 2020, third in 2021. Do you see a pattern, by the way, in this? Five, four, three, two, one. Interesting, isn't it? Hey, Ed Orgeron can't recruit. It's a nice little pattern there. I've never seen it like that until Jeff put it up here for me. Five, four, three. This LSU, man, if LSU gets to two <laughs> and then they get to one, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'll lose it. Craig Granger, one of the best cookers in the state of Louisiana, says the LSU Tigers will win the West this year. Book it. Uh, Kenny Russell says our expectations need to change as LSU fans. We no longer should accept nine and three with recruiting classes. Tell me we should expect ten wins plus. I agree with that. I full-heartedly agree with that. Um, let's see. C. King asked Paul about that uh, link. He says, say, bro, about how far in Texas Ags did they make that comment? And Paul says, no more than five minutes. Okay, we're going to have to go listen to that. We're going to have to go listen to that. Jeff 2 says, if any Texas A&M fan starts talking smack, just tell them that the last time the Aggies won a national title, gone with the win, and our, our last time – the Aggies won a national title in football, gone with the win and with the Wizard of Oz. You're right. You're right. Bro, how nuts is that? Jeff, if you didn't see, I did have a Texas A&M fan in my DMs calling me fat where I'm a very slender, good-looking 290-pound man, and he's all of 391 pounds in both of his titties combined. Like, that man's titty nipples – at least are 50 pounds apiece. Long ass, long titty, no nipple, have an ass. Craig Shelley says, Finney fixing to take down the neighbors. Yeah, the neighbor, the, well, we don't, guys, I'm not going to tell you where I live, but we live on a, uh, our neighbors are our family. I'll just put it like that. And, you know, they walk up and down and she gets all excited and then she gets lonely because mom's not here. And Ben. <laughs> Lamar says not the titty nipples all the titty nipples 50 pounds worth of titty nipples 50 pounds worth of titty nipples uh, Chad Holmes brings up an interesting point here he says I think something that is almost slightly forgotten about is George Munoz is back who helped with the O-line and coverage I agree with that We're, nobody's talking about George Munoz Big contributor to that to that staff in 2019. I think will help out in some protection schemes and protection fits. 
but Chad, I'm going to tell you exactly what uh, uh, Munoz is going to tell him. Run zone blocking schemes. I know that for an absolute fact that George Munoz is going to tell Jake Peets, run zone blocking schemes. <laughs> Guys, the most simplest thing from a run, run offense is zone blocking schemes. It's the most effective, too. Uh, Michael says, I agree. Now that LSU is starting to get elite quarterback play the, with elite recruiting classes, 10-plus wins should not be too much to ask for. Guys, I don't disagree with that, and I agree with Kenny on it. Uh, Mike Andrews says, we also have the hardest schedule in the country. Do we? Or is our is our schedule number one in the country as far as, as, far as strength of schedule? Didn't know that. Stephen Frey says, white gravy, titty nipples made an appearance again. I love this show. <laughs> I do. Y'all know how to get me uh, fired up in here. Kenny says that the 22 class will finish number one. I, I Hey, man, I don't disagree. I don't – look, I don't – I'm not going to disagree with how, how that goes. I see a lot of people are, are – uh, are, are laughing about the long titty nipples. Marvin says long titty nipples. Dude, that A&M go, – guys, go look at him. What's his name again? Hold on. His name is Sean Brewer Bicknell. I mean, the longest of titties. Guys, that dude's 390, 400 pounds. Are, are laughing about the that, – That's a thick fella. He's the guy that goes to – Raising canes and gets two caniacs. He's the guy that goes to Krispy Kreme and gets four dozen donut holes and eats all of them before 9 a.m. He's the guy that goes to Cracker Barrel and says, I want all, I want all of your bacon and eggs. And then the waitress starts going to the back and he says, no, no, no. I don't think you heard what I said. I said I want all of your bacon and eggs because my titty nipples is dehydrated. Fat ass. Uh, David Singley Jr. says, what's up, Ruff? Dude, every single time, David, you comment, I'm about to call you Derek Stingley Jr. Every time, bro. And it's, I, I, I'm sorry, man. I'm about to just call you DS, DSJ, the AYS, AYS DSJ. Uh, Gino says, dude, blood type was potato salad. <laughs> and you know what? That man's so white, he probably puts raisins in that son of a bitch. He's the guy that puts raisins in his potato salad. <laughs> uh, Josh says, talk football, not nipples. Hey man, you can you can head out, brother. You can head out. Guys, it's a joke. We've been talking I literally with no breaks, talked about football for 47 minutes straight. I take 1 minute and somebody gets mad. Josh gets mad. Sorry, bud. 48 minutes straight without a break. Kenny says, "Keep it up, Blake. You putting my 2-month old baby to sleep. Thanks, friend." I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Josh says, no, Arkansas has the strongest schedule. What's funny about that, though, is I feel I do feel like – can you really – can you really um, 
like, how do you determine that? I mean, do you determine that because of the preseason rankings? Like, we know LSU had the number one toughest schedule in the country in 2019 because half of their schedule was top 10 teams or a little bit less than half their schedule was top 10 teams. Like, how do you dictate that? Like, I never fully understand this. I, I never fully understood the strength of schedule before the season. Now, I can see that there's a lot of tough games on there, and I get that there can be teams with a lot of tough games. You know, like if you had to play Georgia, Alabama, Florida in the same year. LSU's done that. But what determines that? People are texting me telling me I'm off my rails. Guys, I went one minute. Come on now. You mean mean to tell me – hold on, hold on, hold on. Y'all mean to tell me that I come on this show five nights a week Talk nothing but sports. The one time I start cracking a little jokes and having fun, y'all get mad at me. Imagine that happening. People that have followed us for so long. For so long, you guys have been following me, and the one time I take one minute to not talk football, people are after my ass. Boy, I tell you. Uh, C. King says, Blake, got that video from them A&M fools chopped up and edited it, and I sent it to you. Bro, did they really say it? Son, did they really? Bro, see, did they really say this? No, bro. No. Billy Lucci and Texas didn't come out here in a real manner and say that Baton Rouge smells like feet. I know that didn't happen. Y'all are joking with me, right? Y'all are joking with me, huh? <laughs> Nick, I like that comment. Ryan Thibodeau sends us $2. He says, blood type ragu. Yeah, I'm drinking ragu. Uh, Josh says, I'm just going by what 247 is saying. I don't know their formula. Yeah, and, I, and, and Josh, that's the question though, man. Like, how do you, what's the basis off of that? Like, I feel like you should do that of what teams have played. Let's look at Arkansas' schedule. Hold on. Let's go to this. Arkansas football schedule. 2021. What gives them the number one strength of schedule? Okay, because so they play Rice. They play Texas. <laughs> they play Georgia Southern. They play A&M, Georgia, Ole Miss, Auburn, UAPB, Mississippi State, LSU, Alabama, Missouri. Guys, I'm sorry. That's not the toughest. That's not the toughest schedule in the country. I, I look, I'm, look now. I'm sorry. I mean, if, if, if this is the toughest, you play Rice, you play Texas, a rebuilding Texas. You can't beat. Te- look, Arkansas. It's going to be a battle. I think the Longhorns are going to win that game. But look. LSU, pretty much, other than it being shifted around on how it went, they played this schedule. They, guys, they played this schedule. Auburn, not tough. Miss State, not tough. UAPB, not tough. Uh, Missouri, I don't think is too too tough for them. I don't know, man. I I don't know. Look, I think UCLA is better than Texas. Actually, I know UCLA is better than Texas. 
Mm. All right, a couple more, but then we'll get out of here. Guys get mad at me, bro. They get mad at me. Doran says, you doing good, Blake. Keep smashing it. Aggie tit, uh, Titnell deserves to get crap. Yeah, listen, if you're gonna send me, if you're gonna send me negative shit in my DMs, look, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna play with it. C King says, yeah, they did from Talking Tigers Sports. I forgot to plug that. Guys, go to the Facebook group, Talking Tigers um, Sports. Always, guys, it's no fluff. Like it's no fluff in there. Like it, like it's and and, and I got to give C a lot of great credit because he's got a lot of people in there that have really good debates in that, in a, like a Facebook group too. There's not a lot that I like interact with, um, but his. I mean, it's always a good debate, bro. Always a good, because and, and it's always cordial and it's look we cut up we have a good time in there so guys go to Talking Tigers Sports in the Facebook page. Uh, Kevin says I'm still laughing my ass off. <laughs> Terry says they wants to hear about them Tigers. I know they want to hear about the Tigers, but man, how do I guys five? Let's see. Most of the times, five hours a week, or five times a week, five hours a week. So about 20, 25 to 30 hours a week, all I'm doing is talking on live air, um, not including radios, Holberg, Bill King, Chuck Oliver, all these other ones. I mean, guys, I'm spending 30, 40 hours a week talking nothing but foot LSU and LSU football. The one time I get one minute, one minute I got people on my ass. One minute. Uh, Danny says, I thought it was hilarious. I did too. Paul Bat says, Blake, does 55 more minutes of sports than Barstool? <laughs> I'm be quiet on that one, Paul. Uh, let's see. John says, long as you ain't talking about my, uh, my titty nipples were good. <laughs> Guys, just, it, it's funny though. Let, let, and I'll say this too. I'll say this too. Um, that's not the only one. Okay? Like, you want to do a podcast, you want to do a show, guys, I welcome it. I welcome it. You want to fire it up, go ahead and do it. What I will tell you, though, is is that if you do have thin skin, you get stuff like that weekly. Okay? Don't let it fool you. Do not let it fool you. They will find something. They will talk about your hair. You know, they'll talk about your neck, your back, your booty, your crack. I mean, they'll talk about everything. So if you got thin skin, man, don't do it. It's a weekly occurrence. <laughs> it's a weekly occurrence. It is what it is. A couple more. We got to get out of here. What am I saying? I'm a free man this week. God, I bless. I hope my wife's not watching. You got. Don't go there. You know what I mean. I'm not even going to say it. Boy, I was about to say something inappropriate. Uh, Gino says that dude Nick name is uh, Tittle Boy. Pierce Lee says some kid named uh, DTR Dorian Thompson Robinson. Yeah, and I think, guys, I think that, uh, look, the kid's good. DTR is good. I think UCLA would beat Texas. I really do think that, that, that UCLA would beat Texas. Now, just because Sarkeesian called plays with all the five stars on planet Earth, not really, at Alabama, four and five stars, doesn't make him a good coach. Doesn't make him not an alcoholic either. 
Guys, you should hear some of this shit I'm hearing around Texas. You should hear some of this shit. And I'm not out there trying to confirm it either. Man wants to have a drink. It ain't it ain't none of my business. Ain't none of my business. None. Two more. Then we really gotta go. Uh Dorian says, all you can eat potato salad with raisins. Dog. Come on, man. Come on, man. Uh Paul Bett says, you will have to explain uh lawn titties. Uh Let's see. And C. King, uh, Ryan Tibber says, yeah, C. King, add me to Talking Tigers. Someone banned me. <laughs> Ryan, what you, uh, what you do to get banned? Come on, bro. And with that, we got to get out of there. All right, guys, y'all have a good night. We'll see you tomorrow. We got to bring a guest on in here. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Y'all have a good night. Peace out. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.